Well, in our gospel today, we have Jesus' discussion of the little ones. And if you look at all of the gospels in which this passage or this discourse of Christ appears, it's not entirely clear whether Jesus is speaking about a child who is, uh, you know, in biological terms, an immature human being, or whether he's speaking about uh, an adult Christian who is an adult follower, disciple of Christ, who is uh, kind of in the beginning stages. Or perhaps this disciple of Christ has followed Christ for many years, but they're still immature. They're spiritually immature. So sometimes it's kind of difficult to discern one way or the other. Um, in other Gospels, it seems more clearly that he's speaking about uh, the adult follower who's spiritually immature. And uh, that probably would make a little bit more sense why he says, make sure you don't despise one of these little ones, because who's going to despise you know, a little child? It would, But who will despise someone who's kind of immature spiritually? Well, I think that's a real temptation. But in any event, uh, even if Christ is speaking primarily about children in the physical sense, we can apply it analogously to the spiritually immature, and that's what I would like to speak about today. St. Paul, in his epistle to the Corinthians, says, my, uh, my brothers and sisters, be as children in evil, but do not be like children in your thinking, but in your thinking be mature. So there is this whole dynamic where we can be immature in our thinking, okay? And uh, there's a spiritual and moral and intellectual immaturity that we can be subject to. And uh, we could be possibly even culpable or guilty for this. Maybe we've been lazy and we haven't uh, tried to grow up in our spiritual lives. Um, or maybe we're just starting off and, you know, we're not guilty. We're just immature because we haven't really traveled very long or very much with our Lord Jesus Christ. In any event, whether our spiritual and moral and intellectual immaturity is a result of our own fault or whether it's not our own fault, we see the immense and incredible mercy and compassion and understanding and long-suffering and patience that Christ has with these children. Okay, He says, uh, he describes them as like this little sh- this sheep who goes astray and then kind of gets left behind. So if we can imagine a shepherd and he's leading his flock over hill and over dale and, uh, you know, there's this one sheep, he's this little guy and he kind of starts to go off and then the, the flock progresses ahead of him. They're following Jesus. They're growing up. They're maturing. They're advancing. And he's kind of strayed behind and he goes back to look for his buddies and they're all gone. So he's, he's totally left alone. And he's strayed. And uh, the shepherd has such compassion and such mercy, he leaves the mature ones who have advanced ahead. And he goes back and he personally addresses this lost sheep and puts it on his shoulders and he carries it back, rejoicing so that it can be reintegrated into the flock, so that it can uh, be mature, so that it can grow up and be... Uh, in the midst of these ones who are more advanced and who have adhered more closely to Jesus. Uh, in my own life, I can, I can 
thank God for his mercy that he's had on my immaturity when I was 18 or so. I strayed from the flock for many years, and I was pretty immature and pretty stupid, morally and spiritually and intellectually. I thought I was smart, but I wasn't. I was about as smart as a box of rocks. And, uh, you know, I thought I had my act together. But little by little, God, through different events in my life and through my own uh, just human maturity and through study, he, by his grace, led me back to the folds. And that is his mercy for me. And uh, there's a passage that I take to heart very personally uh, that means a lot to me. It's from the Book of Wisdom. It says, You correct little by little those who trespass and remind them and warn them of the things wherein they sin, that they may be freed from wickedness and put their trust in the O Lord. But that, that initial part of that passage is, uh, is very beautiful. You correct little by little those who trespass. So God is incredibly patient. He is incredibly long-suffering. And we can be kind of stupid for a really long time. And he is okay with that. He is merciful and he is patient. He's incredibly uh, loving and he puts up with a lot of stupidity on our part. And uh, so for us as well, we should not ever get frustrated or think that we're above. If we are members of that flock that has advanced ahead and, you know, the, this, the sheep that strays behind, we should never get frustrated with anybody who's demonstrating a moral immaturity or spiritual immaturity or intellectual immaturity, even if they're arrogant and proud and all of that, okay? Because when you mix arrogance and pride with stupidity, like it was in my case, it's pretty hard not to despise someone like that, okay? But even in that case, do not, Christ is saying to us, do not despise one of these little ones. And uh, Jesus identifies with them. So closely, he goes after them. He picks them up and brings them close to his heart, puts them around his shoulders. And he says, when you receive one of such little ones, uh, you receive me. So this is Jesus we're dealing with when we, when we deal with the immature. And uh, also knowing that we ourselves are immature in many ways. You know, the, the thing about the immature person is he doesn't know he's immature. <laughs> so there's probably lots of areas and avenues in our own spiritual lives in which we're immature, and we just don't know it because we're immature in those areas. Uh, but God has patience with us, and then he leads us on, and eventually we can kind of look back and say, you know, I was kind of immature, and, uh, and Christ uh, had mercy on me as a little one. So let's be merciful to one another. Uh, let's thank God for his mercy towards us um, and f- for our uh, immaturity.